Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson, and today in our study of Ephesians chapter 1, verses 11, 12, and a little bit of 13, we're going to be looking at God's bequeathal. So, I, when I was trying to think of a title for this episode, the episode is about our inheritance, but like, I don't really know why I didn't want to put inheritance. I guess just because it's so directly from the text that it's a little like boring, you know what I'm saying? So then I put God's will, but then I was like, well, that kind of sounds like God's dying. You know, like, like I feel like a will is only if you die, but a bequeathal, you don't have to be dead for that. Like in high school, if you want to like leave a gift to someone at graduation, you can be like, like they have a whole thing and it's called bequeathals. And it's just a fun word to say, bequeathal. So you're going to be learning about bequeathals today. You're welcome. So. Today, I want us, as we continue our series, Walk Worthy, to really look at our inheritance. What is our inheritance? Our inheritance gives us hope, and our hope gives praise to God's glory. So, we got a lot of good stuff coming at us today. So, let's dive into the text. Ephesians 1, 11-13a reads, "...in Him we have obtained an inheritance." having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who are the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him. I'm going to end there. I know that that is not a complete sentence. We're going to look at the complete sentence next time, but I did want... Really, the in him, you also. That was the important part. So, what do we see in this text? What's Paul got for us? Well, I want us to ask a question. What is our inheritance? In him, we have obtained an inheritance. And this inheritance throughout the text is very important. What is it? I see three things that we can look at. The first is resurrected bodies. If you are like me, your body groans, whether that's physical aches, whether that's stomach bugs. I don't, there are all sorts of ways of having physical pain. You go to the drugstore and it is, the shelves are lined with things that help you with different physical ailments. Creation is groaning for God to redeem it. Our bodies have been cursed by God's fall or cursed by God because of the fall, not by God's fall, God has not sinned, but we have. It has been our bodies have been cursed by God because of the fall. And the physical pain that we feel in our bodies, it's a way of crying, Maranatha, Lord, come quickly. Our bodies, our physical bodies, creation groans because it is not the way it should be. If you think about a car, it squeaks and it's oily. When there's dirt and when there's rust. And for us, there's the greatest dirt of all, which is sin inside of us. So we can't live in a way that's truly right. We need resurrection. We need resurrected bodies. And we're promised that. We're promised an inheritance. That we will have new bodies like Jesus has. Additionally, we will have a heavenly home. Jesus went to heaven to prepare a place for us. You know, I'm thinking of the song, It's a Big, Big House. You know, that song, that's a fun song. 
and it's a fun song because it's pointing to this inheritance that we have and that we are exiles on this earth, but God is preparing an awesome house where um, I'm not really sure if we're going to play football, but we could play football, you know? We have lots and lots of rooms, all these good things. And most importantly, we have communion with God. As cool as a big, big house is, and lots and lots of food is, which I love both of those things, communion with God is really awesome. Just as Adam and Eve walked with God in the sinless garden, so we too will walk with the Lord. We will be like Christ because we shall see him as he is. We will have communion with God. We will be right with him completely. There will be no more sin in us, nothing to separate us from him. We will look like Christ and it will be awesome. Secondly, our inheritance gives us hope. Our inheritance gives us hope. Look at verse 11. So that we who are the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. This existing for God's glory is, comes after we hope in Christ. We have hope in Christ and what he's going to give us. Our hope helps us know our goal. That's one thing help does. Help helps us know what our goal is. When we're thinking about our eternity often, we're going to be able to be ready for that. Jesus expects us to be ready for his return. And we can be ready for his return by knowing what we are going to look like. Secondly, hope helps us endure as we strive towards our goal. Look at 2 Corinthians 5, 8-9 with me. Yes, we are of good courage, and we would rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So whether we are at home or away, we make it our aim to please Him. So that is great news for us, that as we live, we know that soon we are going to be home. Soon we are going to be able to have perfect communion with God, perfect fellowship with him we are going to have that inheritance that's great news and not only that but hope unites jews and gentiles look at verse 12 and 13 so we who are the first hope in christ and then verse 13 in him you also paul is referencing this jew gentile division that is tied up in christ Jesus achieves the impossible, uniting God's chosen people in Israel with God's chosen Gentiles. That's great news, especially in a divided culture that we live in. We can know that God already united Jews and Gentiles around the gospel. And when we have divisions in our church, we need to use this blueprint of this gospel. In him, you also what? When you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, we're sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. We need to go to these spiritual blessings for a fountain of encouragement. Finally, our hope gives praise to God's glory. Praise to God's glory. Hope points us to Christ. In Him, we have obtained an inheritance. That's important. In Christ, we've obtained an inheritance. All of this salvation points us to Christ. I've been saying this for weeks now because that's what Paul's been saying for weeks now. 
Every time, through Christ, in Christ, for Christ, whatever the word he uses, it's got Christ in it. Hope is meant to point us to Christ. And this unity in hope brings unity in praise. Jesus makes a people for himself out of every tribe, tongue, and nation. The gospel helps bridge these cultural differences. We can have unity. The gospel is decidedly meant for many cultures. The gospel is not a Western religion or an Eastern religion. It transcends culture and actually uses culture as a vessel for the gospel. I love taking worldview studies classes from a biblical worldview because you see the many ways that the gospel has not been changed, but it's adapted to its culture. A gospel in uh, the West might focus on our legal standing before God, and our in the East it might be a different context. In a Hindu co- culture, it might be a different context. In a Muslim culture, it might be a different context. All these things, the gospel is the same. Christ died for our sins. And we have life in Him. But the way that we present that gospel can sometimes change. We may focus on the fatherhood of salvation. How we were sons of disobedience, but now we are children of God. Or we may focus on propitiation, that God took our punishment. There's many different ways of presenting the gospel But yet there also is that unifying gospel that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried and he was raised on the third day. That is the unifying gospel. And finally, our hope helps us to be to the praise of his glory, to be to the praise of his glory. When we hope in Christ's return, we exist for the glory of God. And not only that, but for the praise of the glory of God. When we are found ready, whether that's worshiping in song or worshiping by the way that we live or worshiping by the way we use our time, we bring God honor. And our hope helps us truly praise God. Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers. If you have not already, I'd encourage you to go to our website, adoptedbelievers.com. You can find podcasts, articles, other resources. You can also email me at daniel at adoptedbelievers.com and you can send me any questions, comments, or concerns that you have. But without further ado, I'm going to see you all next time. Bye.